All right, at last, we're good to go here. A little bit after 4 o'clock, it's the podcast edition of the show. Hello, ladies. hey Hello. Uh, A squared today, Alex and Ashley are on. Alex, did you make any comments? Because I was out of the studio about all the X's I gave you. No, I was still trying to figure out which one was the hooker and which one was the hoe. Oh, um, I mean, you guys can be interchangeable. You can pass those titles back and forth between yourselves. I would like to make money for my duties, so I'm, I'm totally fine with being the hooker. Right, that's a, that's a good point. One is yeah. for free, the other one is not. Yeah. Um, completely another opportunity for me to uh, stick an OnlyFans mention out there. Al, uh, Ashley, that's just sitting there waiting for you, and it doesn't have to be... Just like Snapchat was was all dick pics and nudes at one point, now it's news instead of nudes. I'm sure at some point OnlyFans will transition to something more mainstream. Like I, I had lunch with Juliana today, and she's like, "I'm considering it." I was like, "People would pay to watch you play with p- pathetic buddy." So, Ashley, I'm sure people would pay to see some of the wild stuff that happens in your house. <laughs> I I am more into it, like thinking like I should like step on things. Like, I have really small toes and, like, cute, chubby little feet, but, like, very small toes that I think would totally rock people's, like, socks. That's so, so fucking funny. That's funny. I could, Thomas and I actually had this conversation not, like, two weeks ago, and I said, I'm going to put my feet on OnlyFans. My feet get oh. compliments all the time. <laughs> My my feet get compliments all the time in a really creepy way. I'm just going to put them on OnlyFans. Nobody will know. We can do like a tandem account. We can call it A squared. Split the funds. Exactly. I try to tell people, and I'm I'm not as versed at OnlyFans as you might think. I I swear. Um, in fact, I was just, I was tweeting a, a friend, a guy who listens to the podcast and to the show, Chuck. So big, big Chuck from the group home. Hey, Chuck. He lives in, <laughs> Alex, you know, if you and Thomas weren't a thing, Chuck seems like your type, but um, oh, he lives in Flint, but he's always, he drives a truck and he's always, went, he always winds up staying around here in this area. So we got to know the show and stuff like that. And I tweeted him that there should be like different tiered pricing for OnlyFans, like Maybe I'll pay $30 a month and I get to pick three or five accounts rather than paying them all individually. So, But I I think you can do things on there because, look, not everybody is turned on by, like, tits and whatever else. Some people, like you guys have alluded to, feet or (laughs) whatever. I mean, you can pay people to do whatever they're willing to do and uh, they they make some money out of it and you get turned on. That's right. I don't have to show my face. I think, Ashley, we could charge, like, $12.99. Yeah, for, totally. For, Fourteen ninety nine, maybe. Fourteen ninety nine. Is there commission? Like, do they get a piece of the pie? There's tips. <laughs> like oh. they tip us, or like we have to tip out no, only they, fans. <laughs> so there is, like, let's say somebody uh, you you can either charge by the picture, or you can become a monthly member. And when you do the transaction for like five bucks, there's an option to add a tip that goes to them. And I I think OnlyFans takes twenty percent. So I imagine that this, Ashley, I imagine it would work like, you know how we used to hop on Floyd's Facebook Lives and he would do drinks with Deja and he would say, somebody give me $30 right now and I'll drink this bottle. And we did it. Like we, I I know I did it. I did it. I totally did it. Yeah. I was like, wait, he's got, he needs 10 more dollars. And he's like, oh my God, I'm at 20. And I'm like, just send him 20. Finish the bottle, baby. So I imagine it's like the same thing. Yes. 
Yes. And there you go. And I know Floyd's been super busy lately and he by no means is is gone from the podcast. People have asked where he he's just this is what happens when you are a responsible employee and he's like one of two at the store, so he's gotta mind it. Um but uh, yeah, I'm glad he's not doing those drinking with Dejas anymore because th- that's a bad business decision. He's throwing money away when he could be doing that on OnlyFans. I, I, honest to God, Ashley, I don't know about you, but at one after I gave, I literally gave that money because I was like, first of all, I'm supporting my friend, and I just want to see it. I felt legitimately bad. I said, if he gets alcohol poisoning, I know, and I was egging him on, I'm gonna feel so bad. Well, and that's like the one day I'm. Like, I thought I saw him out, like, briefly, and it was like, <laughs> and then all of a sudden, he was like, I'm not getting on today, and I was like, whoa, oh, no. I was like, he was on, and then he was gone. I'm like, mama drunk. Mama drunk. Yeah. I was like, what am I doing to my friend? I know. <laughs> anyway. Um, Ashley, can we talk about your diagnosis at some point, or do you not want that on here? Yeah, I would say like maybe when I get a little bit more familiar, familiar with what I'm doing with it and how it's going. But yeah, I mean, I'm totally fine with it. Um, it's it's all good. All right. So so, so that, you guys are just gonna say that and that and like somebody text me. Are you okay? She has the diagnosis of a seven year old in second grade. Um, yeah. <laughs> it, As an adult. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, this is what this is what you get when you hang around with like toddlers, like with Tucker and Parker. They, you caught it from them. They you didn't get COVID. You got ADHD from them. Um, yeah. Oh gosh, basically. Let's come back around to that. And Alex, I know you wanted to talk about the Brianna Taylor stuff. Um, and oftentimes we get into these things, and and I think there, were, I think Julian Mack, the local advocate here for many things, and I think he's running for council next year. Might have been out somewhere with a bullhorn yesterday, but all things were pretty calm here. Um, a couple of officers were shot in Louisville um, over the the last day or so with the obviously the angst after the mm-hmm. decision. And mm-hmm. um, Alex, I mentioned to you yesterday with this, like. There's a lot of gray areas, and and I wasn't quite as versed with this as Mm -hmm. I was with all the other things that we discuss. And the more I dive into it, um, I know people, one of these officers arrested, we've we've heard it. It's become a a cliche. It's become a T-shirt. Arrest the officers who shot, who killed Breonna Taylor for for weeks and months now. Uh, powered by many celebrities and the NBA players and, and beyond that, where people would just be talking and then they would look at the camera and go, arrest the officers who killed Breonna Taylor. Um, and I always fall on the same side with this stuff. But this one, this one I struggle with um, mm. because there's, there's, there's some unknowns. There's no body camera footage. And help me, maybe I'm filling the, 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 the blank spots here for me. They had the warrant. They went in. Um, uh, Walker, was it Kenny Walker, the, her boyfriend, whoever? Yes, I think so. He heard something but didn't hear police, so he thought they were just intruders. He shot, the police shot recklessly, and that's what uh, everyone now knows right. that wonton is more than a soup. It's just being <laughs> reckless, and it's actually a pretty common word at, outside of Chinese uh, soup. But that, it was funny, you might have seen people say, the officer is in trouble for shooting for the bullets that missed. So right. I feel like this is just a horrible situation, and I don't know how they could have indicted the officers for anything. So I don't... I, Sorry, I know that no, that's disappointing for me. No, no, I, I mean, you're pretty reasonable, and I can... That, Thomas and I were just talking about this last night. The problem started from the very beginning and that no-knock warrants probably should not 
happen. And also at the time when these individuals were sleeping. I mean, I know right. Petey, he's crying. I'm sorry. <laughs> he's like, I don't want to talk about this. <laughs> anyway, um, I know I personally, if you bust into my house in the middle of the night, you're going to get shot at like you just are. So in case anybody listens and is thinking about it, good luck. But, so I don't, I don't blame them. And, and, you know, and the, the boyfriend for returning fire for what he thought was a intruder, intruder, you know, and unfortunately Brianna lost her life for it. So I think that, I think we need to start right there. I agree that if you're, go ahead. I'm going to interrupt for one second because I think I I came to this conclusion. Mm -hmm. Everything that went wrong that could have prevented this happened before Before. the officer showed up. Absolutely. Because once they were there. It was just going to be bad. It just turned into a shootout. And I don't, that, this is where I don't know the details. I guess there was somebody across town who might have been in custody at the same time. But once they arrived, it, it just the, the awful thing happened. Yeah, except the reckless. Once, 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 fi- you know, they did open fire, that officer was recklessly firing into, I think one officer was not even in the room and he was firing right. into the room. And so that's how the bullet got into the neighboring apartment. I get that, um, though, because, I mean, as soon as uh, the Walker guy starts shooting, I mean, every, all bets are off. Like, you hope you can fall back on your training and your instincts, but that is a dangerous, deadly situation. But I think because it's a dangerous and deadly situation, I think their training is probably for them not to do, not to respond in the way that they did, which is why there's an indictment for at least the word of the day, wanton, you wanton, know, whatever. reckless Want, endangerment. Yeah, yeah, for, for that. So I I think that is where they didn't lean on their training and there was some reckless behavior done on their behalf. Um, But people wanted justice for Breonna Taylor and I don't know how there could have been any. I think the only justice is going to be how is the country as a whole going to respond to no-knock warrants. I think we know that in the state of California, I think it's in California, it's somewhere, they are now prohibiting no-knock warrants. And if you if you think that it's necessary, if you can justify the need for one, it has to go something like all the way up to the governor for signature first. So they're, they're putting a process in, play, in place for that, which is great. So I think that the justice that will happen is it's going to change, you know, the way that I think these things happen moving forward. I hope, let's pray. And I think the other it's not justice, but the other responses, I think her family has already gotten a couple million. Yeah, that's, that's what I was going to bring up too. It's very hard. I think sometimes to, to try to justify, like, how can you say civilly? Yes, these people are deserving of this money, but this man then on the other side of things is not deserving of a punishment. Um, I think that opens a lot of gray area for people, especially people like myself, who's like not completely familiar with every single law that exists, you know, on the civil side or on the criminal side. You know, and it's understanding, I think, when is your, when was, like, when's the time that that training that you do have kicks in? Like, when do you know, like, enough is enough? When do you Mm -hmm. know, you know, like, if you're, if you're Mm -hmm. shooting so aimlessly, you know, that were there things in place that could have, you know, stopped this and let, you know, let her still be living and have a life? And I think that's, I think that's extremely fair. And the one thing I will admit for many situations like this, I do... I try not to lean on you're an officer you're supposed to know like you're supposed you're trained on this you're supposed to protect lives even when you're you know fighting crime and things like that but I still I'll never forget when Philando Castile was shot the, mm-hmm. the officer I think he was an Asian 
officer um, and I could hear you could hear him and say I told him not to do it you could hear how sad he was you know how afraid mm -hmm. and sad that he was and so I know that it's a high emotion you know high it's an intense situation and it may not be what he what he wanted to do but that doesn't mean that he's not you know if you're a nurse and you you kill someone on accident you're still held responsible for it like, it's, I think Everybody our age, uh, Alex, you might be a, like a tad young for this, but Ashley and I, we, we learned the big difference between uh, criminally liable and civilly liable mm -hmm. thanks to OJ, who yeah. was not guilty, but civilly very guilty. I very watched guilty. all the shows, so <laughs> yes, I'm, I'm up on it. I'm up on it. Um, and, and I again, maybe... I, I'm, as I listen to you, I hear the recklessness of his firing is what caused her death, I suppose. And again, we don't have the cameras here. All these other things were so easy for me um, to go, yes, this is awful behavior. This can't happen anymore. But man, once once her boyfriend shot, it, it you hope your training kicks in. But at that point, it's... it's Who's just, going home alive? Yeah, it's yeah. survival. And in, yeah. in many ways, you know, your carnal primal instincts take over. And... At the time, it might not have been reckless. It might have been, I'm just trying to save my life. In hindsight, you go, bullet went here, bullet went here, and this is way too many bullets for the situation that was happening. There was 32, but, 32 um, mm -hmm. shots fired into them. But in the, and now we look back and go, this, this is an awful tragedy. Mm -hmm. And that's why the millions were paid to her family. I think that that was earlier this week, the 12 million or so from, from the city. And it'll never bring her back, obviously. But in those, what, I think this was like 40, 40 seconds when this all happened. Mm. In those 40 seconds, like it's, it, it's like when we watch football on Sundays, you're like, oh, his foot, both of his feet are out of bounds. How do you not see this? Well, it's going like that fast mm -hmm. and it's happening in those seconds. So it, th well, this is a really, this is really a tough one for me, really, and, and, as opposed to, um, George Floyd, which is like, what is this fucking idiot doing? Get your knee off of them. Right? One of the challenges also was that it wasn't the person who got indicted was not the one who delivered the kill shot to her. So she technically nobody is receiving any kind of there isn't any acknowledgement other than the money. There isn't any acknowledgement or punishment or suspension or investigation that has come forward and said we did kill Brianna Taylor. They did. There's another person that that um, they narrowed down to the one who shot her. She got shot eight times, and there was one of those bullets was a. I, there's a term for it. I'm just going to use kill shot. I don't know what the term is. Um, and that person did not. They're they're not the ones indicted. It's a different gentleman that's indicted, and it's because he shot into the other apartment. Yeah, I just don't know what you do here. I'm I'm going through another situation in my head. Like let's say this was in North Toledo or something, and. You know, officers responded to a call and they're fired at. And to protect themselves, they start firing. And a bullet goes astray and kills a kid. Mm -hmm. um, I mean, is that a fair comparison? So I have a really interesting, and tell me what you guys think about this. I won't say what I was doing. Well, it was, it was something related to my job um, years ago, so not my current role. And I needed to help the marshals get into a building. They were looking for somebody and I knew this person for work-related things, so I had to cooperate, and they reached out and they said, can you come in and let us in? We don't wanna kick your door in. Like, 
you know, just so you know. Right. And I was like, oh, that's great. Okay. But I'm freaking out, you know. And when I get there, there's at least eight of them, if not a little more. And they had the front of the building secured. There were people in the back in case somebody came running out of the back. There was people out of the side of the window in case somebody, you know. Uh, so they're thinking this person is in this building and um, they need, you know, they don't want to bust the door in. And so they, you know, they say, can you open the door for me? And I, I'm the one that has to go out there because that's just where I was at the time. And so I'm like, uh-huh, okay, I open the door. And they didn't, I was a little shocked by it. And I'm not judging, I guess, because it just seemed routine for them. It seemed very routine. It They were joking and laughing and just going about their normal stuff. And I'm next to eight guys with rifles and handguns. And so they said, okay, unlock the door for us. Knock, 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 no answer. Unlock the door. And so I unlocked the door and then they just pushed through it with guns drawn and they're shouting, but nobody, nobody tried to move me out of the way. So if there was, you know, nobody said, okay, thanks for unlocking it. Now we're going to give you 30 seconds. Go that way. Like that right. didn't, ha that didn't happen. They just busted in with their guns drawn. So if this person was, there, luckily he wasn't, but if he was there and dangerous, I would have gotten taken out <laughs> like immediately. It was very, and I'll never forget it. It was years ago, but it was still like, it's so routine that it's like, I don't even think you think about, um, I mean, I'm sure there, you're, there's some people that do, but I don't think you think about all of the points that you have to like, address first are there people in the hallway is that kid riding a bike outside should we wait until he right. rides past should somebody stop him you know what I mean I mean they when I tell you I was standing right in the door I was right there I was terrified I didn't even realize that was going to happen and then it did it's not unfair to say that we need to examine policing from top to bottom right um, we've seen too much of these things things that we can look at and go, why is this happening? Exactly what you just illustrated. And maybe a lot of times like that does happen. I mean, I know I see it on TV all the time on Chicago PD. They move the kid out of the way or something like that. So it's not foreign to people, but right. I, I, I think it's completely fair. Just like I, I took when I, when I talk to people who are, you know, 18, 19, 20 years old or, or high school students, like, Whoa, you don't have to go to college. Like think about everything because this is a very expensive decision. Similarly, mm -hmm. I think we can take that fine-tooth comb and that microscope to every aspect of policing. Is it going to be arduous and grueling, and there are going to be a lot of decisions that police and those that support them dislike? Yeah, but in the long run, all we're trying to do is save lives and mistakes and from, from municipalities that don't have the money to begin with for paying off, off terrible mistakes like what happened in Louisville. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yep. Hey, I got to do a quick traffic report. Uh, try not to get too <laughs> turned on, okay? <laughs> And of all the places, don't laugh. Don't don't laugh when I do this, but there's a weird spot for an accident. Uh, there's still car fire going on, Detroit Avenue at Central. Also, the Turnpike 75 exit 64 has some things backed up. And of all places, 24 at Fallen Timbers exit 67, we've got an accident. That's it for your Cumulus Toledo right now traffic. Who gets to an accident in Fallen Timbers? <laughs> um, is it is it at, like... Cause that merge is that I've been on that merge a couple times. Um, 
going towards Bowling Green, where the highway merges. Yeah. Into, and it's dangerous during this time. It is tricky. Time. Like, it is. I, I don't understand the whole, like, oh, this is going to make traffic more fluid and go better. I'm like, this is so not anything but that. Like, I'm going 50 miles per hour in a loop-de-loop. Like, this is not... Like, like what were you thinking? Right, right. Just go back to, like, the normal little, like, loop shamrock things. I don't know what this... Uh, circle eight is all about. I think they're called like what ri- ribbon ties. I have no clue. I call it like the circle eight. <laughs> like, the the loop de loop. <laughs> the loop de loop. Did you guys? And I'll I'll leave this in. I guess because he posted it. Uh, did you guys see that the deadly accident? I think it was Sunday night on uh, near me airport in four seventy five. A woman was coming from four seventy five north, getting on the airport. She ran a light, and somebody plowed into her. No. No. So the Sun posted about Reddit or posted on the Toledo Reddit page asking if that was like a dangerous area. And it was very, it was very morbid. Like I almost want it to be someone faking as her son because I couldn't imagine going to the internet asking that question. (laughs) Like within like how long? (laughs) I don't understand that. Like how long after the accident? At the accident? Uh, He just posted that today. So it was his mom that had the accident and he wanted to know if it was a dangerous area? Yeah, yeah. Like, uh, he want, he wanted feedback on if there was common common accidents, maybe? Uh, I think so. Hold on. I'll pull it up real quickly here. Uh, it was just, an, and, and I, I, somebody posted in the Reddit thing. They said uh, that initial report said there was alcohol involved and she definitely oh, ran mm-hmm. a light. Um is airport road considered dangerous? Fatal crash on 920. My mom was involved in a fatal car crash where she went left going off of Holland. I'm sorry if this is kind of a lame question. I can't believe he said that. I mean, when it comes to the death of your mother, it's no question is lame. If anyone was on the site at the time, I would really appreciate talking about it if you're willing. I heard there were several people trying to get her out. Somebody said, I'm very, somebody said you need to talk to a therapist. Um, <laughs> Jeez. Well, he does. I mean, yeah, he does. They were, yeah. Being, they were being thoughtful, far less uh, thoughtless than my statement there. I live two blocks from there. Lots of traffic, not dangerous. I'm very sorry for your family. Um, there's generally lots of traffic for Toledo, but I wouldn't say it's dangerous. Oh, um, I and, mean, and, oh and it looks like the other thing here, the, the, the woman wasn't wearing a seatbelt. So just, again, uh, well, in this case, uh, potentially an avoidable tragedy, and to, to, to go bring it to, to Reddit is, is, is some kind of Isn't thing. Isn't there, like, a report that Toledo posts, like, once a year that's, like, the most dangerous intersections oh, or yeah. something? Say, like, I feel like, like we've discussed burn. it. Yeah, airport and burn a, is awful. <laughs> airport awful. and burn. Hill, Hill and burn and airport yeah. and burn were, like, top three. There was some sort of report for the entire state. And they said, like, the top five most dangerous intersections in the state, and four of them were in Toledo. And they were all, oh, like, geez. airport. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Airport area. It's got to be because, and I, I go to that intersection every day, and I've only ever seen one accident. It was oh, a God, couple of months like ago, and somebody was somebody was on their roof. But other than that, I have never seen an accident. It's got to be because people are running the turning lights. Yeah, most likely. I'm sure. 
or they're turning with not enough time and the car's coming, you know, well, turning that, red. Well, like, that intersection and then also, like, just because I live on this side of town, but, like, the, what is it, Heather Downs, Glendale, like, where, or Heather Downs, Reynolds, where there's that speedway, cars always try to pull all the way across Heather Downs. Mm -hmm. Like, my dad's been in an accident there. A friend of mine has been in an accident there because cars pulling out of speedway are mm -hmm. trying to turn left onto Heather Downs to go towards, like, the Spring Meadows area. And then cars that are crossing Reynolds just, hit them because mm -hmm. what are you doing i didn't know you were coming out of there you know there was another so. thing on toledo reddit uh about just something like that and it reminded me you know i didn't run for city council with those four open seats not that i was going to get them because they were going to pick people of color and from the, those districts i could have done at large but i forgot when i am on city council i will <laughs> ban left turns on busy roadways no yes. no so i thought that's actually like already a thing like isn't it a thing like if the lines are double yellow you can't turn left i don't, I think, don't so. think so that is like i'm pretty sure that's like a, a rule like a you know, driving law I absolutely hate the state of Michigan and Michigan left. I, I can't love stand Michigan it. Left. I oh, love I Michigan left too. Oh my God. They scream both. Part of this problem <laughs> out of the equation when, all right, I'll give you the perfect example. Uh, and it's, it's a neighborhood, but this is why those lefts are good. So let's go back to what, what's that intersection you guys just, I'm trying to get my roads. Heather Downs and Reynolds. Burn? Reynolds. Is it Heather Downs and Burn? But those don't cross. So no. Heather Downs and Glenn. Oh, yeah. Heather Downs or, and Burn. Oh, cross. yeah. Yeah. Okay. So, Heather Downs and Burn, when you come out of the neighborhood and then you start heading towards the golf course, mm -hmm. when you cross mm -hmm. Burn, mm -hmm. um, there's only one lane there. And if people are turning left to go on Burn, you're going to sit there. Because, I mean, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, you are. Um, and that's why Michigan lefts are, that's why I like them. But I, I, I hate people who. They're trying to get out of all the shopping centers on, or, or yeah. places on Monroe. Secor. Yeah. They yeah. Turn, oh, God. Oh, God. And I'm not saying that people are dumb. I'm just smarter than them. But it's like if you drive 300 yards, there's a fucking light there. Exactly. Smarter exactly. than them. Yeah. I'm totally a person. Like, I'll go around the block just so I can turn right and get in and pass all of you, like, yeah. idiots that are waiting there to turn left. Because you know too. you're going to get behind, you know, Bev, who, like, is so <laughs> eager to go to Target, but she's afraid of every car that comes at her. So she's going to sit there for 20 minutes till she can take that left turn. Yep. So I'm like, no, 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 no. Some people have suggested that you put up barriers to prevent that. Or, Ashley, to your point, like, just make it illegal because it's super dangerous for, like, all directions. And I can't believe more people aren't T-boned. Nope. And I'm not even worried about the accident aspect of it. It's like, I'm more concerned that you're trying to go left, I'm trying to go right, so just pull out and die so I can go on with my right turn. <laughs> do not do that. No, do that, do that. Look, th at least this way you won't get COVID, or you won't have to wear <laughs> a bitch about wearing a mask. At least you don't have to live through 2020 anymore like the rest right? of us yuppies. <laughs> Dumpster fire of the year. <laughs> Um, Ashley, can we talk about your diagnosis that you caught from your kids? Yeah, sure. Ashley is ADHD. I got my diagnosis yesterday. So, um, they, it's, there's like certain things that I've had issues with and a friend of mine and actually a, another coworker were like, do you ever, do you ever think? And like, I had another friend who pointed out like my text messaging. They're like, you rapid fire, you're rampant, like your brain. I'm like, it's cause my brain goes fast. And also that's how I speak. Like, I'm not gonna say, okay, 
Whatever yep. you're doing. I think you're your like microphone. Putting, yeah, I think you're putting oh, sorry. in your mouth. It's boobs. <laughs> sorry. Boobs. <laughs> got, I got caught in the cleave. Um, no, so I had like different people that like pointed it out. And then a friend was like, even with your text messages, which Eric has always made fun of me, I'm like a sentence, a sentence, a word, a sentence, a sentence. Like I talk like uh, I text like I talk. So there were just certain things and like I can't sleep. And there were some other problems I had. And I had had like thyroid problems in the past. Fuck off. Is that a lawnmower? Yes. Um, <laughs> I had had some problems in the past with my thyroid. So she's like, well, let's get that checked out. Let's get everything. Let's, you know, check everything, your levels of everything out. And then we'll look at this as possibly an issue. Mm -hmm. So then like they gave me the test and they very quickly, she was like, okay, so we're going to get you medicated. And I was like, okay. So, um, we're starting on like a really weird different route, which is totally fine. As we all know, I'm plus size. So I'm actually using there's, I'm doing three months of this weird medication um that mm. is supposed to help lose weight but it's also a stimulant so it should help me focus i know exactly what you're talking about adapex or apodex something like that i just got it today i haven't started it so we could talk about that another time but yes and i've taken it before for my appetite okay so because it's a stimulant she was like i'm thinking two two birds one stone and then in three months we'll start the adderall process and look into like how best to treat it that way mm -hmm. um but i think the goal is just to be able to focus and i you know i i talk a lot i ramble um i don't stop when i'm at home mm -hmm. um it's very hard for me to sit down it's very hard for me to like find something that doesn't continuously need to be done. Mm -hmm. um, so hopefully it just chills me the fuck out. I guess so, overall. A Alex, so, hold on one second. It's okay. traffic time again. Oh, oh, geez. God. oh my God. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Hey, it's better. It's better this than ever. wake everybody up in the morning and do it. Uh, let's see. We've got, we've got a new accident to throw your way. Lewis Avenue at Alexis. We've got an incident also still looking at the turnpike and 75 at exit 64 and around the Fallen Timbers area. 24 at Fallen Timbers, exit 67, you've got an incident. Other than that, your usual construction areas that may slow you down. That's your Cumulus Toledo right now traffic. The lawnmower was creeping his way up, man. <laughs> You're like, don't you even do it. <laughs> like, don't you do it. Yeah. So I guess my only, like, concern with, like, everything is, you know, like, there's things that I do in my lifestyle that I'm not exactly sure. Like, I'm totally fine with eating healthier and doing those things and following those guidelines. I'm more concerned with, like, I read, like, maybe you shouldn't drink on it. Maybe you shouldn't do these things on it. And I'm like, but wait. <laughs> I like to do those things and those things help calm me down too. So I guess I just have to give everything a try. And, mm -hmm. um, you know, she didn't really point out, you know, she knows that like I drink occasionally with friends and things like that. Um, and so she wasn't like, I don't lie. I do drink occasionally with friends. <laughs> I think you and I have a different, a different definition of occasionally. You probably, okay. So I don't drink every night. Occasionally is like on Monday, I'll have a bottle of wine. And then like maybe on Thursday I'll go out for drinks maybe it's usually like once a week that i go out because you know the world we live in these days has like completely changed my life eric Alex, I, blame, I, I blame ashley for getting me trashed one night off of crown apple or some I, shit I the first that. time or the second time <laughs> <laughs> i Alex, don't remember yes eric <laughs> i remember waking up to that picture because it was out of georgia's right yeah I was every time my, rubbing my screen hold on i rubbed the button 
like, is that Alex? Who photoshopped her into this Instagram? Yeah, you were. You were, you were so I lit. I heard her. I, we were both out on the patio, and I heard her voice, and I was like, "Oh my God, are you Ashley?" And she's like, "Are you Alex?" And I was like, "Yes." And then so that we got was the first up. time. Yeah, that was the first time. I was thinking maybe the last time when we were all like sitting on that little ledge, like we ran the freaking town. It's like Floyd, you know, Floyd, me, Alex, like all of our crews. Alex has her boyfriend. Floyd has like three people. I have like five people. I'm like, we just all just sat there. We did. We did. Alex, uh, yes. Let me tap into you to, to the clinician in you. Sure. Uh, Jen and I, when we're doing our thing, when things that I've, I've learned, I know nothing about ADHD as compared to the other things. Mm-hmm. I guess there was a time in the 2000s, I feel like it was very over-diagnosed for every kid that wouldn't sit still in yeah. class. But it's like, no kid can sit still in class. So what, give us some background on this and uh, yeah, just throw some insight our way. I mean, I don't, first of all, good on you for doing this as an adult because I think that a lot of adults who may be thinking that there's there's a need for concern won't actually go, take the follow through and go, you know, see somebody and get and talk about it and find out how you can help. And it's also a good example for your kids. So that's fantastic, yeah. um, especially you. If, if you, you know, if you think that's something that's a challenge they have also. I mean, no, I'm, you said it. There isn't a ton there. I don't really deal with ADHD with work that often. It's not something that we deal with more um, severe, severe, serious and persisting mental illness. But um, yeah, I mean, it was heavily medicated um, for a really long time. And now that's interesting that they want you to, they're talking to you about your diet. I've never heard it done that way before, but. Well, she was just kind of saying like, hey, I know that you're also working on this and this because it is a stimulant will kind Mm -hmm. of fight both battles. It'll fight the ADHD, but while you're on it, because it can be so limited, this mm-hmm. I would rather do you do this first then mm-hmm. and kind of give you like a jump start to everything that you're already mm-hmm. doing and that you've mm-hmm. started mm-hmm. just okay. to kind of help that way. I kind of want to dissect this as best as we can. And Alex, you're right. This doesn't really fall close to our purviews. As I said, I don't yeah. know much about it except for kids being overdiagnosed or, or, or whatever, um, mm-hmm. because it's not depression where you consider killing yourself. It's not mania where yeah. you're potentially out there doing reckless things or schizophrenia or anything like that where you're hearing voices. You just you're just fidgety and you're always active like actually right. described. It's just focus. Yeah. So is it uh it, is the reason to get it checked on like with the other things? Like we're all going to get depressed at times. We're all going to get a little wild, but but when it begins to affect your day-to-day life, um when you're fidgeting, when your lack of focus begins to uh, affect your everyday life is that when you need to see if you can get a diagnosis or if something else is going on right yeah, so and i oh, go ahead no go no ahead. no you go you go i was gonna say i think for me it was more that because i mean i'm 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 very I, I would consider myself very good at my job but i think you know the problem for me is that i always just thought like oh i'm just this kind of like crazy person that like is a go 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 getter and i have to keep moving and i have to you know do different things um you know and i'm one of those people that like while someone's talking i have to be doing something with my hands i have to be and it's not like being on my phone i just i prefer to be i can listen and focus somewhere else which i'm lucky to be able to do that but it's like nothing was ever getting a hundred percent 
And I felt like there's more of myself that I have to be able to complete things that a hundred percent that I had just blamed on like being a busy working mom. Um, and I'm not saying like every single person that feels that way is the same thing. There were other characteristics as well. And like, you know, um, boxes that I checked that were also issues. So, um, it's like things like talks loudly, um, doesn't wait for like answers. Like if somebody's taking too long, I'll just go do it myself. Um, and that's like leading more towards like the, is it ADD? Is it ADHD? Um, so, I mean, it was just a kind of general, you know, they, there's like this list of like 25 questions that we went through. Um, and there were certain things that I was like, okay. And everyone thought about that being part of this. So yeah, hard to, you know, like as I'm answering the questions, um, and there were things like, I don't have a problem doing, I don't ever have a problem hitting a deadline or, you know, getting work completed in a certain time. Um, those are things that I don't have a problem doing, but I, I, I stay up and I get them done because that's just who I am. Mm -hmm. Um, I would never put my work or my family on a back burner, which is kind of maybe where the struggle all started. You shouldn't put eggs in the back burner either. Hey oh four years later, still funny. Still funny. <laughs> uh, Alex actually burned down her kitchen because she was making hard boiled eggs and her mom invited what? her to and the kitchen went yeah. the kitchen went Donald Trump twelve o'clock at night. He oh loves this story. God. He tells a story like once every six months. Um, but I'm glad to have received it today. Yeah, yeah. Actually, it's fascinating to hear this because you're reminding me with take, taking the test and the questions that w what I and Alex and we always remind people, um, this is a, any kind of mental health issue is a challenge because it's mm -hmm. not like um, we can do an MRI or a CT scan or an X-ray and you're like, oh, yep, the, the ACL is torn. Yep, your wrist is broken. I mean, there are... Woof! Um, I know. Thomas, oh. Thomas home? He must be. They're both going. I'm sorry. Um, or somebody's there, outside. There are brain scans, but they're not readily available for you to walk into your doctor's office or a specialist and pay your copay. It's for high-level research, I believe. And we'll get there long before we're all gone, and that'll be a great time. But for right now, all we can do is answer questions to the best of our ability when a professional asks us. Yeah, no, I would I completely 100% agree. And I think that was like, you know, everyone's like, you know, Kevin and, you know, friends are like, but what was the test? And like, it was the questions. They're like, well, what were the questions? I'm like, I don't know, Google it. Like there was, there's a ton of them, you know, and it, like some of them I had to think and, you know, that there's some things that I didn't, you know, cross and there's some boxes that I fit right into. Um, so it's just trying to navigate that. And I think what'll be interesting is like, you know, moving like into when I get into like the medication phase and just trying to, you know, make sure what works, um, you mm -hmm. know, for me, I think that'll be, you know, originally in 2020, I was like, this is going to be the year I take care of myself. Like I've taken care of everyone else. I haven't been to the doctor, like, except for like urgent care in like three years. I have no clue what my body's doing or what's happening. Um, I had been off my thyroid medicine for almost a year and a half. Um, and like random things, then, you know, everything happened. <laughs> so I was like, mm -hmm. okay, so we're just going to push it back a little bit, but God damn it. I'm still going to take care of myself this year. You, you'll hopefully know with the medication, um, and the best way I can describe it is my Wellbutrin was okay. It seemed to bring my depression and real severe thoughts from an 8 to a manageable 6. But when I got on the Cymbalta, there'd be mm -hmm. times where I knew that I should be freaking out. Like, oh, I just had sex. She's pregnant. 
Um, like, not that that could be possible at all. But right. Before Cymbalta, like, I would have these wild, irrational, anxious thoughts. My imagination would go wild. On Cymbalta, mm-hmm. I wouldn't think like that anymore. I always talk about the time where Andre stuck his nose in a socket downtown outside of Home Slice. Oh, jeez. Oh, yeah. I heard a zap and a, a whimpering little dog. And before Cymbalta, I would have been on the ground like, call the dog vet. He's dying. <laughs> yeah. Instead, it's yeah. like, all right, you're fine. Let's go. Come on. We're going to walk. We're, we're going to walk this off. And hopefully you'll feel this way with whatever the medication is, whatever the correct medication and correct dosage is, because the things will help you. Yeah. Yeah. I'm excited for you. I mean, I think that this is a different, again, when you're an adult, you may be able to see in a more practical way the different, you know, that uh, I guess full circle moment where you finally, where something you may have been thinking long term, you know, starts to connect the dots and you're able to grow beyond it. I'm, I'm excited for you. I think it, it, it'll be an interesting time trying to find, you know, if a medication helps and what kind helps. But once, you know, once you get to that moment, I think that it'll be, it'll, it'll be a, a really good way to improve on yourself like you said you wanted to do it, it's easier to do you'll have like no pun or diagnosis intended uh, you'll be more focused because you won't be so right. worried about your head and getting all these things done you'll be able to prioritize things better like i i would actually not do certain things because i was afraid that the anxiety would creep up and, and now i i can do these things free of that but actually it sounds like you do um, prioritize things and you do a lot and you go, go, go. So do you feel like this is going to help you to feel like you don't have to be that way all the time? Yeah, I do. Okay. And I think, yeah, I think it's more like it's going to be, you know, cause that's where I was, you know, concerned. Like, is it like the, you know, that whole hyperactivity, like mm. and she was like, it, you know, it doesn't always technically have to mean that like you're, you, it's like, you're not running laps, you know, by any means. Yeah. Um, it's a little bit different, you know, compared to like your child, but like, it's your, it's your mind that's constantly going. It's your hands and your legs that are constantly fidgeting. Um, mm-hmm. you know, like fidget spinners, like I have a ball at work. That's like one of those stress net balls. And I've like, <laughs> it's got holes in it and the net's gone and like just different things like that where like I just need to keep moving um you know a lot of the things are I keep my phone in my pocket and I can like sit there I can have a phone in, or not my phone like a lighter in my pocket and I can light it like a hundred times in like, your and that pocket just, yeah and people are always like oh my god why do you and I'm like I don't know like because I don't want to just sit there and like you know things that people notice I don't want to sit there and keep tapping a table because that's annoying you know, it's just in my pocket and I can keep doing it and it's just something I can click. So then I got like different Have you learned from your kitchen fire? Mm-hmm. I've, I've never caught myself on fire, but I guarantee you all my pockets are like completely lint free. <laughs> Ashley and, and Alex, my, yeah. uh, my point of prioritizing things was more along the lines of not, I would guess Ashley will now feel like, okay, this spreadsheet can be put off till tomorrow yeah. as opposed to finishing yes. it through the night. Cause you know what? I'm going to go out tonight and I'm going to enjoy myself or I'm going to go do this because the work will, will be here tomorrow and no yeah. one's going to die if it doesn't get done. So the right self care and holistic priorities yes. will be, you know, jumbled up in the, in a better order. Yeah. And I think I learned a long time ago, like what I needed to keep myself organized and to keep myself focused as far as like being able to maintain like daily duties. It's just that like normal people's list would be like four things. Mine was like 12. And like, I got like 
insane amount of satisfaction from crossing them off a list and I would mm. like run myself till I was doing it to where now like maybe I can do it better and maybe it's not me doing six things at the same time it's taking it you know making that list of 12 like eight and being able to actually focus and complete all tasks yeah so we'll something, see something to maybe remember um multitasking is, is the, the humans cannot there's enough research on this now to prove that humans can't multitask successfully because you'll get everything done at 75 percent of the way like and that's exactly how i said it yesterday i was like i feel like i multitask but everything like there's not one thing that gets 100 percent. yeah uh it's traffic time i know you guys love this sorry <laughs> blame blame bad drivers for today uh, we still got an accident, Lewis and Alexis, to be aware of. Uh, that car fire from earlier is all cleared up. Also, 24 Fallen Timbers, exit 67, you've got an accident to be on the lookout for. And Secor at, what are we, I'm going to have to edit this, come on. And we've got an in, uh, and we've got an accident with an injury at Secor and 475. That's it for your, that's it for your Cumulus Toledo right now traffic. I'm going to have to edit that, sorry. That's fine. <laughs> Sorry if the dogs bark again. Everybody's coming home right now, so every they think it's all Thomas. I'm hiding at Erica's house. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I'm gonna go finish my day there. <laughs> oh, so let me know if you. I took um, Ventermine. Which oh is yeah, the, that's it's, it's yeah, it's the same it's thing. The same thing. Mm -hmm. um, for so that I could attempt to be a little skinnier. Right. Um, it, it it works, but I actually didn't love the stimulus part of it. So I started only taking a half at a time. Yeah. So that's where, she, so I think because of my like having it, the mm -hmm. stimulus, like the stimulant in it will have like the reverse effect it has mm -hmm. on people that don't need it. Ah. So like that'll calm me, but also help maybe like re-kick the metabolism I is see. the goal, I guess. So but yeah, I have to like check in like thirty days from now, so we'll see. It's uh, it's all very counterintuitive. How it's I know, that's what I said. I was like, it's weird that it's called a stimulant. Right. That's what calms me. <laughs> right. and she was like, it's the same way. Which I remember, you know, my mom, one of my mom's best friends, her son had, you know, was diagnosed like ADHD, like back in like the nineties, right? But her mom, his mom, refused to medicate him. So every morning, though, she sat him down before school, and he had to drink a cup of coffee. Because the cup of coffee act as, as like acted like the Adderall or whatever they were giving back then, and it would calm him down long enough that he could get through part of his day. And then, like you know, she would sneak or a teacher would let him have like a Coke at lunch, and that would help him. It was enough to curve because that just that wow. much stimulant calmed him down. It, it, almost like a like an X Men level level hyper focus. Mm -hmm. Like he was the the caffeine allowed him to focus the lack of focus yes does that make sense yep okay. yeah it's like a double negative you know it's yeah. like no, it makes, a it double makes negative sense. makes the positive yeah ashley you guys are getting igloos again at the hotel yes can Ooh. i tell you can i tell you i am so excited first of all i got like a little angry when i saw like oh downtown toledo because they took them away from us last year if you remember my big like i probably shouldn't talk about it but i want to talk about it because i'm so mad so like they wouldn't let us have them last year it was some like rule or made up rule that they talked fire about as far Marshall, as right? fire code yeah. yeah so then when i saw that was happening and they were putting heaters in it i was like give me my pitchfork i'm heading down to city council <laughs> like who's coming with me 
but apparently like it worked out i think once they like kind of flagged it as like hey yo like that's not fair we were gonna yeah. do that last year um they were like yeah you can do it now so at least we got the city behind us so that's super exciting so I'm do you very- reserve an igloo yeah, I think you can reserve. I think they're going to do a few different things. I think you can reserve the igloos. We're going to do something really freaking awesome for, I think, New Year's Eve um, in them, um, like bottle service, that kind of stuff. So I think we'll continue to do that throughout the entire winter. Speaking of They're things, very we, spacious also. Are, are they? That's what I was going to say. Because it's yeah. counterintuitive. Regardless if these are your bubble people or, or not, sticking all of them in a very small area doesn't seem wise well it's it's going to be the same thing it's not i mean there can't be more than 10 people in there it's going to be you know i'm sure a group of parties i don't remember how big ours were to be honest i know i could stand up in it um and like like very comfortably (laughs) walk around um but i think i mean it'll still be like if you're in a party you can't have more than 10 i mean all those same rules will still apply to the igloos it's not like oh hey because it's outside there's no rules um so i'm assuming that'll be that that for you know the entire like downtown area uh i think it's eight for the ones at the blarney yeah yeah i mean it, and it might honestly it might be six you know what i mean i don't know um just, just the idea that all your droplets are floating in an enclosed droplets. what oh you don't like dro- droplets. Uh, um, the moisture the your mouth moist moisture droplets. <laughs> droplets. mouth moisture flying across the tables jesus ashley you uh commented on it uh and so something came out from another part of the state's uh news said that bars are back up to full are bars are allowed to be back up to full capacity bars and restaurants and mm-hmm. everybody that commented on the post is like huh so my guess is other parts of the state outside of like here here northwest ohio were maybe more limited than us that's why that came into effect does that make sense no, the whole thing actually doesn't make sense. So I don't understand that because in Indiana, like I would, it would have made sense. Like in Indiana, they cut down like by capacity. So say you had a restaurant that was 250, you could open up, you know, the first week at 25%. Yes, it was still like, hey, social distance. But then like by whatever, like, you know, two months later, they're like, no, you can run 100% capacity. We don't care where the that's tables what are. I thought. Yeah. So that's where it doesn't make sense. I'm like, 100% capacity means, like, we're squeezing all the masses back in chairs within, like, two feet from each other. So I want to go as far. I, it sounded more like, to me, as, like, they can be up and running at full capacity as if, like, they have any type of entertainment, any type of, you know, like, games, whatever, which most bars, I think, I haven't seen many bars that haven't had their entertainment kind of going. Um, but, you know, shlemiel, whatever. Maybe it's, uh, we know you're ignoring this anyway, so we're just going to rip this up. <laughs> right, yeah. yeah, I feel like that's what's happening. I mean, I didn't realize bars weren't operating at capacity already. And, and, and you know what? I, I would guess that those numbers are still on the books, and I would support that with, I was reading a hypothetical for the walleye, who they pushed back, their, the whole ECHL pulled, pushed the league back from, like, now to December 4th. And what I was reading yesterday in the Blade is at least now, uh, if we if we move everything forward as is to December fourth, twenty five percent capacity for these indoor venues. So that means it'd be about eleven hundred people allowed to go watch a walleye game. At that point, the league's got to go. Is it worth us to even be open? So I'm sure some of these numbers were probably in place. They just weren't enforced, mm. um, and people had to be on their best behavior, except for the real obvious violators. And to be quite honest, there's a lot less of those than I really expected there to be. But once Putin Bay, once summer shut down and Putin Bay was done, I mean, did you see when Putin Bay had to deal with these fines? Yeah. 
Yeah. Now. now. I mean, ugh. Yeah, it's just, I mean, I don't know. I, um... I don't know. It's just very weird that the way that they're trying to like limit these things. And I don't know if you saw the picture just because I know you're like into sportsy sports. Did you see the Clemson game? And there was like that meme going around um, that was like, oh, I didn't know that COVID only traveled horizontally because at the Clemson game, they had people in the stands, but it was like, a, so say like us three were together, there would be like three people directly behind us. And then like people like in fours but then they were separated by six chairs from like the next row of four going all the way up the stadium like what 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 is that what is that that? (laughs) no offense but like i don't want james six rows back to cough down my neck ever in a normal time let alone specifically now i would like him to be six feet to the right sir College football is completely soulless. College football would tell people, if you light yourself on fire, you can come in. And people would be like, I'm just going to bring my own gasoline with me. Yeah. Like, <laughs> light no. me up, buttercup. Right. They, <laughs> people are nuts. Um, the, I, I realize that there's like some, some questionable areas. There's some gray areas. And what you just brought up, Ashley. But uh, the Northview principal is getting everything Ooh. he deserved. And for the people that have gone overboard and, and are saying like, why would you ruin his life? His life isn't ruined. He's got a quarantine for 10 days. Shut the fuck up. I mean, yeah. what, what, a fu- what a fucking mess. Like, I was Seriously. so, when I saw that yesterday, it was, I mean, there was already, it was already like 40 comments deep. And I was, you know, Eric, <laughs> Eric posted something yesterday and about that and it, it drew all the, all the Karens to the party. Yeah. The and milkshake so, brought all the boys to the yard. It, it completely. And so yeah. when I was reading some of the comments, I was like, all right, we're being real lazy today, guys. Like we have got Super. to do better. Super. This doesn't have, these are the laziest fucking talking points I've ever seen. This doesn't have anything to do with the fact that he was at that cheese doodles rally. He was. <laughs> Nothing. It has nothing to do with politics. The man isn't wearing a mask. (laughs) Yeah. In a large group of people who were not wearing a mask because of their political beliefs. Right. And if you if you're gonna sit here and and say he has a life too, mind your business. You're not intelligent. You need to go back to school. Maybe you should go to Sylvania Southview. Like, I don't understand. Is there a Sylvania Southview? Yeah. uh, Mr. Pugh, he was was Northview. Um, Uh Maj, so I was done with this. Like, this thing, so I... What were we? So yesterday I was podcasting. A friend sent me this at 4.30. I posted it. Did somebody just burp? That's my my throat. (laughs) It wasn't even like... Like a you, you literally so your boobs did it again. You literally sounded like Darth Vader for a moment, and then all of a sudden, <laughs> my apologies. My Keeping apologies. it classy. Keeping it classy. So I start the podcast, and I'm not babysitting the the post. And I I look over, I'm like, holy shit, there's 50 comments. And then it just it, it hit the skids at one point. I guess everybody just tired themselves out. So Maj uh, texted text me this morning messages me and she's like have you seen the 13 ABC post about the principal I said no I have not but I will give it a glance and I looked at like four comments and Alex you're right like it was lowest common denominator on both sides of the discussion and I'm like nope done don't need it yeah <laughs> don't even go there I know I saw it and I was like oh screw you like I'm not even getting involved like this is just mm-hmm. it was it was just not 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 good talking points <laughs> from the very Floyd. jump the, Floyd had the energy for all of us. 
Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that he did. And there's one girl. Alex, do you know that Sierra Witt girl? I, the name sounds really familiar when I saw her, but I did not, like, try to creep on her page to see if I knew her. So she, I don't know. Uh, I've met her at some events before. Like, when I spoke at UT a couple of years ago, mm. she was there. So she's in in the exterior of our, our crew and what, what, what we do or what you do professionally, what I do personally. And yeah. uh, she was just unloading on people. And I, Was and like, she? Yeah, she was like she was like Jon Snow waiting for Ramsey Bolton's uh, people to come at <laughs> that, that was her. And then, and then um, what's her face? Uh, showed up. Um, but the one person was like, you don't even know that any of these people don't have COVID. Like, oh my God, really? Oh like, my God. Like you, where in your time machine? How did you get back to April already? So I mean, the, the only logical thing was it was like, yes, unless there's another picture that comes out, we don't know if he didn't take his mask off for just the photo or not. Nobody knows that right now. But still, the implication is that he was being irresponsible. So the conversation should be he should be held responsible and accountable for his actions. Yep. Um, yeah. Anybody uh, got anything else? E- evening. Pl- Ashley, did you consider going to the concert tonight at the ballpark? Um, isn't it like country or something? <laughs> they are, I guess, like folk rock. But yeah, it's, no, it's, it's a hard pass. I mean, I, I appreciate everyone going. I think it'll be a great time. Sure, have fun. It, I have no interest. So I'm good. Maybe they'll do a '90s R&B cover for you. Yes, that there I'd be there go. for. It's kind of like the I've called it like the unofficial reopening of downtown because I. Levis Square is finally done or finished, and they had the food trucks out there today, and lots of pretty new furniture. Then there's this concert, so. No, I love. I mean, I love the idea of it, and I love the movies. I, I even said I was interested in going to some of those on Facebook, but I mean, I, I'm just you know, it's just not my cup of tea. Because of the music. Mm. Correct, sir. Correct. <laughs> she ain't into no country. It's not. Yeah. I don't think it's country. You just said country folk rock or something like I think, that. I think it's like folk bullshit. rock sounds like a like a synonym for country. No, Petey, no, no, don't no, you no, dare. No. Um, all right, Alex, you got anything else to wrap us up? We are, we cover everything. Anything else in anybody's mind? Oh, I mean, there's always something on my mind, but for another day and another podcast. Okay. Oh, oh, jeez. We, we've boy, the droplets everywhere. We've got gargling, <laughs> we've got sneezing. Erica got home and she just party. <laughs> The best part is that she usually sneezes like no joke sixteen times, and she sneezed once. So that I mean, she had like true holding power there. Sorry, well done. you met Erica. Hi, Erica. I have met her. Alex says hi. Hello. Was that was that at George's? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So when Thomas was Floyd's bodyguard for the night. <sighs> yeah, that was so and, good. And your taxi driver and everything else, right? I took Who an me? Uber. <laughs> oh, that's what I want to do. Oh, um, next Ashley, week, Ashley, are you going to drive everybody to? What, is it Hamburger Mary's next week? Yes, Hamburger Mary's next week. Floyd, five, seven, and nine, right? Yeah, five. But I we're going so. to the five, right? Five, I think. We could. Well, that's what I wanted to figure I mean, out now. If we could. So, are we going to meet somewhere and then all ride together? Yeah, or? we should do that. Mm-hmm. So, a I like it. Nice. A pregame. Haven't uh, done that in a long time. Be easiest to meet, like, downtown? Yes. Okay. Um, I mean, if you want to drive, are you going to drink? Yes. Okay. Then I'm excited. You can't because you're on your medication. So. I will. Yes, I will. she can. I'm going to. Yeah, see, she just said. She's she's done it before. She knows. I'm going to go to to Alex for all my pharmacology oh my questions. 
Uh, okay, so it's Hamburg. It's is it Ypsilanti or is it Ann Arbor? Oh no, it's, it's Toledo. Toledo. What? Wait, 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 wait. Why did so, I think that this was... How because did you he's been, Well, Floyd's been promoting the one in Ann Arbor, and he's been really excited because he's going to be like the house entertainment, I guess. But this one is for Toledo. Ashley asked in the group text. Yes. Okay, well, but that, by the time I saw it, there had been 16 messages, so I was late to all that. That's why I just did like a thumbs up and figured I'll ride along. Okay, I thought this was out of town. All right, perfect. Yes. Well, Even so, better. If it was out of town, I'd be like, we spent in the night getting that Marriott rate. <laughs> no, we're, okay. we're good. We're good. That makes sense why you yeah. jumped so quickly when I asked who's driving. Because I, yeah. I thought there would be more thought into that. Okay. I, I also asked Juliana if she wants to come. She's always good for a night out, too. So. Well, I'll probably bring Erica. So, Erica and probably Kevin. We'll see I'll what he wants myself. to do. Who will yeah. watch the children? Your mom? Uh, I don't know. The <laughs> They'll watch themselves. They'll That's be fine. <laughs> they survived the pandemic. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> they survive online learning. Tucker uh, can raise. Tucker can like have his own farm at this point. He's there good. Go. His own farm. Yeah, you know, there's a farm called Tucker's Farm. Nope. Mm, I didn't know that either. Yeah. It's somewhere around here. All right, everybody. I'll uh, I'll talk to everybody on text whenever. Bye, Bye. Bye.